Blog Talk Radio. Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome again to Anointed and Appointed Word Ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. I am Brother Norman, and I will be sharing an anointed and appointed word that will change, challenge, and charge your character to make an impact in this world for the kingdom of God and our Father in heaven. I'd like to say a special thanks to Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield, who allows me to come before you every Saturday morning and break bread with you. Amen. They have a program which comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the name of their program is Turn On The Light Broadcast. Turn On The Light Broadcast with Bishop-elect Stephen and Ann Butterfield comes on every Saturday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they're also the assistant pastor at Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International at Stockbridge, Georgia, where the leaders are Archbishop Ruth W. Smith. Their senior pastor is Pastor Oshabar Hartman with his wife, Lady E. Hartman. They have services every Sunday beginning at 9 a.m. with Sunday school, and 10 a.m. begins their worship service. They have Bible studies every Wednesday, actually every Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, you can call into this number, 917-388-4161, and listen to the Bible study live. They also have, also have Bible studies every Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at their location. That's Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International in Stockbridge, Georgia. You can catch them on Facebook, YouTube, and their website is comingtothelight.org. That's comingtothelight.org. Well, thank you once again for calling in. Before we get into the word, we're going to hear a song, amen? You still love me, in spite of me. You still chose me, how can it be? Every scar, every flaw, you see it all, you see it all. You still love me. In spite of me, in spite of me, I don't cross every T, I don't dot every I, got more flaws. And I messed up a thousand times I don't always commit Sometimes I give up way too quick And then I get tired of trying to run away From who I am, who I want to be Some days are better than others I can be up and I'm down But see, I'm not my shape Found in your grace And this one thing will never change You still love me In spite of me you still chose me, can it be? Every scar, every song, you see it all, you see it all. You still love me, love me, oh, in spite of me. In spite of me. I'm stubborn at heart. To put up a guard. Do it all by myself. I won't ask for help. But sometimes my mouth is smart. I can be insecure. Thank you. 
right there. Hallelujah. She said, lift up a praise right there. Knowing that he never gave up on me. That's the reason to praise him. In spite of me. While we were yet sinners. While we were yet not thinking about it. While we were yet doing the things that he wasn't pleased. While we were yet disobeying him. While we were yet living the life that we were living. He still loved us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us in the praise. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm so grateful. So thankful. So appreciative. That he didn't give up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, thank you once again for calling in this wonderful, sunny, but crisp. Kind of cool today. But it's the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice. And be glad in it. Hallelujah. Go go ahead and get into the word. Amen. Coming out of the book of Malachi. We're going to read three verses in the book of Malachi. And then we're going to turn to Romans. Malachi, the first chapter. We're going to turn to Romans. The ninth chapter. Malachi first chapter. Starting at verse 1. And it reads. The burden of the word of the Lord. of To Israel. By Malachi. I have loved you. Saith the Lord. Yet ye say. Wherein hast thou loved us. Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob. I hated Esau and laid his mountain and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Now Romans 9 chapter, verse 13. And it reads, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. The title of the message this morning is Godly Hatred. Godly Hatred. Let us pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, once again for watching over us as we lay down the rest for you. Thanks for charging your angels to be encamped around about us, to protect us and keep us in that care, God, watching over us, fighting off all the fiery darts of the enemy, God, protecting us from all harm and danger. And Father, thank you for waking us up this morning, God, to see another day that you have made. Thank you, Father, for keeping in us keeping us in our right mind, God. And Father, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to come into your presence once again. To sit at your feet, God, to rest on your lap, to lay on your bosom, to hear your heartbeat, 
to receive what you would have to say to us this morning. Thank you, Father, for your word. Your word that saves, your word that heals, your word that delivers, your word that sets free, Father. Those who are bound and captive in what we call sin. Thank you for your son, Jesus, Father, who you sent to be the propitiation for our sins. Hallelujah. For showing your love for us, God. In spite of us, Father, you still loved us. Thank you, Father, for allowing Jesus to go to the cross, Father, taking the sins of the world and allowing him to die on the cross. But you didn't leave him there, Father. Thank you for even allowing him to go to hell for us, God. To pay penalty for us, Father. But he went there on assignment to take the keys of hell from Satan, stripping him of all of his power, God, and making an open show of him. And Father, thank you for raising Jesus up on the third day with all power. Delegating that power to us, Father. And Father, thank you for receiving Jesus into heaven with this precious, sinless, conquering blood, God. And seating him on your right hand. Thank you for Holy Spirit, our teacher, our guide, our comforter. And thank you for you, God. Hallelujah. Almighty God, our Father, thank you, Father, for considering us, God, hallelujah, for creating us, for calling us your own, God, for offering us the gift of salvation through your Son, Jesus. Now, Father, as we receive your word, Help us to apply to our lives to make it personal, God. That we will be the better for it. And go out into this world and do what you call us to do. We thank you and we praise you for not giving up on us. For never leaving us, nor forsaking us. For always being there. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Godly hatred. I'm going to read those passages again. Malachi first chapter. Verses 1 through 3 says, The burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, saith the Lord, yet ye say, Wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau his brother? saith the Lord, yet I love Jacob, and I hated Esau, and laid his mountain and his heritage waste for the dragon of the wilderness. Romans 9, verse 13 reads, As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Godly hatred. God is love. That's who he is. He can't help but to love. Because he is love. So, if God can't help but to love, interesting that 
he specifically says he hates. God is love. But he specifically says he hates Esau. That's powerful. Because love is something that he automatically does. It's, it's who he is. It, it, it's what he is. So to go out of his way, his way of love, and to say that he hates something, That takes some kind of some kind of effort. So what was it that caused him to hate Esau? But not only to to, to hate Esau, but to make it known. Because he is love. So he didn't he didn't have to say that he hated Esau. But there's a reason why he wanted us to know that. That's what we're going to talk about this morning. We're going to talk about godly hatred. Godly hatred. Hatred is is, is to hate. Hate something that distasteful. How you how you how you think about something that that you hate and it just causes you to frown, make ugly faces, something that detestable. Hate is. It's, it's, it's something that is not normal to hate. It's not common to hate. No, we 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 constantly hear. All we need is love. All we need is love. But I want to say something. We don't just need love. We also need hate. I want you to hear me. We also need hate. Because we must hate what God hates. I'm going to say that again. We must hate what God hates. And if we don't hate 
what God hates. We're being disobedient. If we don't hate what God hates, we're being disobedient. That's why he specifically pointed out What he hates, Jacob, I love. But Esau, I hate it. Jacob, I love. But Esau, I hate it. Hatred is a judgment. To hate something, you're actually judging. You hear all the time. You can't judge me. Only God can judge me. True. And God has judged that which he hates. But he said we should be Just like him. And if we're going to be just like him, we should love what he loves and hate what he hates. That doesn't put us in the place Of judging because what's hate, what's hated is already judged by God because He said that He hates it. So it's already been judged. But because he said that he hates it, we also must hate it. So what is it that he hates so much? Why why did he specifically say, I hate Esau? Let's look at Proverbs, Proverbs 6 chapter. Proverbs 6 chapter, starting at verse 16. And it reads, These six things does the Lord hate. Okay? Things does the Lord hate. So 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 this is what the Lord hates. And because he hates it, already been judged. What God hates has already been judged. I want us to remember that. It says, 
These six things does the Lord hate. So, in essence, we can say these six things has the Lord judged. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. The first thing that it says the Lord hates, that the Lord has judged, is a proud look. A proud look. A proud look is someone who looks down on others, put themselves above others. I'm better than you. You're beneath me. That's called a haughty spirit. Number two is a lying tongue. A lying tongue. There's nothing wrong with the tongue because death and life are in the power of the tongue. So there's it, it, nothing wrong with the tongue. It's what comes out Of the tongue. A lying tongue. Someone that. Tells lies. I, I, was, I was watching. Actually Family Feud. Last night. The old, old episode. Back in the. In the 70s. And. The list was about Pinocchio. Said list list something about Pinocchio. And 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 one of the one of the answers, actually the last answer that 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 caused the family to win was he lied. He lied. I mean, I mean, what? Kind of. Character. What kind of person. Do you have to be. In order to be known as a liar. That puts you in the same category as Satan. Because he's said to be the father of lies. And then it, it goes on to say that the truth is not in him. The father of lies. So that, that's why God says he hates a lying tongue. Number three is Hands that shed innocent blood. Hands that shed innocent 
blood, murder, and it's different ways of murdering someone. But these are the things that that God says he hates, that has already been judged. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Number four is and hearts that devises wicked imaginations. That's an evil heart. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. What's, what's, what's in the heart is what people think about. What's in the heart is what causes people to react a certain way. The heart controls. Your imaginations. That's why Solomon said in Proverbs, let's look at it. Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4, verse 23. And it reads, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep thy heart above all. Keeping. Guard the heart from going astray, for out of it are the issues of life. In the heart, controls. Your life. What's in your heart controls your life. So if your life is out of control, check your heart. Because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. What's in the heart is what's going to come out of your mouth. Can affect your life. Guard your heart. Protect it with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Number five. 
of what the Lord hates. Back in Proverbs 6. Feet that be swift and run into mischief. Feet that be swift to run into mischief. Always to no good. Always looking to do evil. Quick to run to it. Always around. certain people who you are who you attract let's say that again who you are is who you attract so the question is Where are your feet? Where does your feet take you? Where do you always end up? Always running. To mischief. Always up to no good. And the next one is a false witness that speaketh lies. A false witness that speaketh lies. That's that that's some kind of reputation where someone is known for lying. Someone is known for not telling the truth. A false witness that speaketh lies. I tell those who are who are saying that they're about to go to court. A lot of them ask, can you pray for me? Yeah, I'll pray for you, but understand this. The only thing God can give the truth. That's the only thing God can use. As a matter of fact, it says the truth that you know will make you free. Give that truth to God and let him use it. He can't use a lie. He can't use deception. And he can't use some of the truth. And then I I, I share with them 
that truth has nothing to do with guilt or innocence. It's the truth. It's, 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 it's what you did. So you, you have to own up to it. Because it's done. But now you have to take that, what you know, and and, 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 and you're the only one that knows it. Whatever it is, you have to take that to God and let him use it in your favor. And for those who do, every time, it works in their favor. Every time they could be facing 20 years and only get 10. But that 10 that they get only to serve a certain amount. But if they would have lied, would have gotten 20 years. The truth that you know will make you free. What you did has to be judged. So, so, so you have to accept that responsibility. But God will use that truth in your favor, and you won't get what you deserve. And then the last one is, he that soweth discord among brethren. He that soweth discord among brethren. You know people that, it's like they just love drama. They love to be around what my grandmother used to say, mess, just just messy. Always up something. Always causing drama. Every family gathering, always sowing discord. Gossiping, backbiting. He that sows discord among brothers. These are the things that God said he hates. These are the things that God has already judged. Now let's go to Proverbs 8 chapter. Talking about godly hatred. God's hatred, it's not, hate is not a bad word. It's, 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 it's nothing wrong with hating something. 
because this this kind of hate, godly hatred, is is established that that God is love. God is love. Because God is love, the love that's in him detests hate certain things. Where he has to point it out and say, don't do this. Don't involve yourself with this. Don't be like this. Don't act like this. Don't even be around it. Proverbs 8 chapter. Verse 13 says, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. That's what it is. All all of these things that, that, that we just read, that the Lord hates a proud look. That's evil. A lying tongue. That's evil. Hands that shed innocent blood. That's evil. A heart that devises wicked imaginations. Be swift in running to mischief. That's evil. A false witness that speaketh lies. That's evil. And he that stood discord among brethren. That's evil. So so the, the fear of the Lord is to hate. Why? Because God hates evil. And what's evil? Evil is pride. A proud look. And arrogancy. Arrogancy and the evil way. It says the evil way, not an evil way, the evil way, and the forward mouth. So everything that we just saw is the same thing that this is saying. We must hate what God hates. It's called godly hatred. And what God hates has already been judged. So we're not standing in his place as being the judge. No, we're just agreeing with him. You know how the 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 gavel is struck? The judge says what the 
But the judgment is, you know what? I agree with that. That 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 that, that person got what they deserve. So 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 God is saying these things I detest. These things I've already judged. These things I hate. Can't stand. And so he pointed them out so we can avoid them. Don't get caught up in them. Do them. Don't be around them. Don't attach ourselves to them because they've already been judged. It's not the person. See, when he said, Jacob, I love, Esau, have I hated, it's because of what he did. He hated what Esau did. Esau gave up his birthright. Because of his fleshly desire, he was hungry. So because he was hungry, he gave up his birthright for a bowl of soup. Was a man. Who seek after God. Said Jacob wrestled with God. Godly hatred. God said. I love those. Who loves me. And those. Who seek me. Shall find me. So that's the life we should live. A life. That love. What God loves. And hate. What God hates. Godly hatred. Father, thank you, Lord, for showing us what you hate, buys, what you detest, what you've already judged. To help us to avoid those things and to grab a hold on to what you love. Help us, Father, to stand on your word, whether it's Loving what you love or hating what you hate. We thank you and we praise you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Godly hatred. It's okay to hate. But let that reason be the same reason that God hates it. 
The reason why he hates it so much is because of the love that he is. For God so loved us that he gave his only begotten son because he hates sin so much. He gave his only begotten son to judge sin. Remember what he hates. It's already been judged. So don't be a part of what God hates. So you won't be judged. Love you. God bless you. Talk to you next week. Anointed and appointed word ministries with Brother Norman Woodard. Godly hatred. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.